You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And away we go with episode 105. 105, Chuck Freebie. Corey, I like to call this the Mark Witten episode. Mark Witten hit 105 home runs in his big league career and hit four of them in one game. So that kind of seems like a bit of an anomaly to have about a 10, 12-year big league career. You had a four-home run game, only 105 in your career. Yee. Who do you play for? Well, he played for Toronto. He played for the St. Louis Cardinals. Those were his primary teams. Hey, business owner, there's a new way to get your message out. Advertising with the Sports Yak Podcast with Chuck Freebie and Corey Mann. With over 100 episodes in the archives, this is the number one sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Actually, the only sports podcast on the network. Chuck and Corey have been friends for almost 30 years, and the podcast goes like this. Corey knows nothing about sports, but Chuck knows everything. With a mix of headlines, humor, and heart, this podcast continues to grow with three new episodes a week. With over 1,200 downloads in May of 2019, you can be assured your message will be heard by many. For example, their monumental episode 100 has been downloaded over 280 times. And with your commercial message strategically placed in the podcast recording, it'll be one of the first items the audience hears. Whether it's your advertising message or a podcast sponsorship, we'll help get your messages to the masses. Contact thesportsyak at gmail.com. That's thesportsyak with two Ks at gmail.com for more info. And download an episode of Sports Yak and hear for yourself. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you download podcasts. That's Chuck Freebie. I'm Corey Mann. Let's get things underway here on the Sports Yak episode 105. What do you got for us as far as... 
I'm excited about this Lakeshore being in a story. Well, of course you're excited because you're an alum of the Lakeshore Lancers, and they have had very strong baseball and softball teams over the years. Baseball, they were the two-time defending state champs, knocked off by Grand Rapids Catholic Central over the weekend. But the softball team continues to play well. They have a young woman by the name of Isabella Najera who had a terrific game yesterday. Two doubles, two RBI, came on, got the save in the seventh inning. And Lakeshore is now in the Michigan State semifinals after beating Spring Lake yesterday by a count of 3-1. to one. They'll play Eaton Rapids tomorrow morning, bright and early, 10 a.m., up in East Lansing for a chance to make the state championship game. I saw quite a fan base this past weekend in Edwardsburg for the uh, the young ladies playing. So they'll have a nice uh, entourage with them heading north. They do get very good support for their teams up there in Stevensville. The Cubs, what in the name of Mike? Similar to the South Bend Cubs, they play very well at home. They have struggled on the road, and they continue to do that. And you have to remember the last two days, the two worst Cub starters, Darvish and Quintana, have been throwing. Jose Quintana, um, I think he's 0-5 in his last five starts. He was just, that the definition behind your you stink the other night tweet? Yes. Because you was pitching? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he gave up four-run lead in one inning. Didn't the Cubs beat the Rockies at Wrigley? At Wrigley, yeah. yeah that, but yet the your stat here is that they've got 10 straight, straight home wins at the Rocky uh, Baseball Park. Yes, Coors Field is what Coors it's called. Field. Sorry. And uh, so the Cubs have struggled on the road this year. I I think that's been common for a lot of teams in the major leagues this year. Milwaukee is struggling right now on the road. So the Cubs are only a half game behind the Brewers in the National League Central. But hopefully they can bounce back. They have an afternoon game today. And hopefully they can get a good performance and, and bounce back in this one because they have not been good the last two nights. The same high school kid, we call him the high school kid. He's 22 years old. Peter Lambert beat him again last night. So if it's an afternoon game, it's a night game for us. No. If it's an afternoon game for us, it's an afternoon game for us. Is it? They play at 3.15 our time. Oh, okay. But out there, that'd be 12? one fifteen. Okay. They're Is on it? mountain time. Was it two hours in Colorado? Two hours behind us in Colorado. I've got two kids that live out there. I'm very familiar with Mountain Time. Oh, that's right. Eloy Jimenez. Eloy. Don't pronounce the long E. Eloy Jimenez. Eloy Jimenez. Hit about a 467-foot home run last night at Guaranteed Rate Field after he cranked a 471-foot blast in Kansas City. He is just hitting some monster shots. And the White Sox beat Washington by a count of 7-5. to five. I'll say this for the White Sox. They have at least become somewhat interesting. They've got this kid, Lucas Giolito, who has pitched magnificently this year. He's 8-1. and one. He should be on the All-Star team. Jimenez, I think if Jimenez had not been injured for about a month of the season, he'd be a candidate for the All-Star team. He's the former South Bend Cubs, so a lot of fans familiar with him in this area. They saw him play here. He went over to the White Sox in part of the Jose Quintana deal. And right now, you'd have to say the White Sox got the better of that deal. Maybe you could bring someone in to help me learn the Spanish a little bit better. Hashtag planting of the seed. We'll see what we can do.
South Bend, you know, is uh, it, it feels like the town is actually getting excited about the All Star Weekend and and coming up. We got Pitbull billboards all over town. You got big three weeks coming up for the city of South Bend in terms of sports with the Midwest League All Star Game coming up next week, and then the U.S. Senior Open a couple of weeks after that. Pitbull concert, I believe, is on Father's Day night. Mm-hmm. It's on Sunday night. And then they'll have the Home Run Derby and all the festivities like that on Monday and the Midwest League All-Star Game on Tuesday. Unfortunately, Buddy Bailey's team is scuffling a little bit right now. They lost to Slugfest last night by a count of 11-7. to Lansing has a player by the name of Griffin Conine. If that last name sounds familiar, his dad Jeff played in the major leagues for the Florida Marlins for a number of years. His son attended Duke and played baseball there and faced the Irish a few times so i got to see him play in college and he smashed a couple of long home runs last night at four winds field one of them flew over the batter's eye which i've only seen that happen with an aluminum bat before i've never seen anybody with a wood bat hit one over the batter's eye in center and uh, so lansing beat the south bend cubs last night 11-7 south bend had just come off a, a lengthy road trip where they were swept by great lakes so it's a uh, it's not going well for South Bend here at the end of the first half of the season. Quick moment to promote the fact that, uh, you know, Justin Bieber called out Tom Cruise for an ultimate fighting contest earlier this week on Twitter. Chuck has done the same with South Bend Cub manager Buddy Bailey. That is not true. In an ultimate word chatathon championship is what's well, going to happen. We are hoping to talk with <laughs> Buddy Bailey on Monday's edition of the Sports Yak. It's going to happen. For those of you who keep track of such things, that would be episode 107. Oh. 107 will be the Buddy Bailey episode. Maybe we can uh, thematically dedicate that to Magic 107, where I started my radio career in 1987. You know, one of the things I like about Buddy Bailey is he wears 46. Oh, listen to you. As in 46 sports. Mm-hmm. Stanley Cup Finals. It all ends tonight. Boston and St. Louis are tied at three games apiece. This game will be played in Boston. St. Louis had the chance to clinch at home uh, last Saturday or excuse me, last Sunday, failed to do so. So now the series moves out to Boston for Game 7. You would think that the Bruins would be favored given the home ice advantage, but this has been a kind of a wild series and kind of tough to get a gauge on who's the hot team right now. We shall see, but hockey season finally comes to an end on June 12th. Let's chat a little bit about the World Cup and the what we saw this morning on the news, the controversy. Well... The American team beat Thailand yesterday by a count of 13 to nothing. This was a 3 nothing game at halftime, and the Americans scored 10 goals in the second half. I assume fatigue somewhat set in for the Thailand team, but as somebody adroitly pointed out on Twitter yesterday, it may have been Scott Van Pelt, what was the Thailand team working on in their practices? You know, why, why would they be this far behind the American team. If you have qualified for the World Cup, you have to think that you've hit a certain level of ability, at least in your region. So to lose a World Cup game by the count of 13 to nothing isn't good. Now, most people who were complaining were complaining about the Americans still having these wild celebrations of goals after scoring 10, 11, 12, 13. But I go back to the old Lou Holtzism. 
and and he heard this from Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden was coaching at Florida State. I think this is even when Bobby might have been at West Virginia and Lou was coaching William and Mary or something like that. And Bobby ran it up on Lou one time. And Lou said something to Bobby about it after the game. And Bobby said, I can only coach one team. If you want me to coach both, I can try to help yours. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is the Americans shouldn't have to apologize for scoring goals. It's Thailand's job to stop them. If they don't want the Americans to score goals, then play better defense. It kind of goes back to the thing that happened with Max Muncie and Madison Bumgarner over the weekend in the Dodgers-Giants series. And we may have talked about this on Monday. We may not have. I don't think we did, no. Max Muncie hits a home run off Madison Bumgarner, and he watches it fly out into McCovey Cove in San Francisco. And Bumgarner comes at him as he's coming out of the box saying, hey, run the bases. Don't sit there and watch your home run. To which Max Muncie replies, if you don't want to sit there and watch me go slowly, then go get the ball out of the ocean. (laughs) You know, if you don't like it, then do something about it. Yeah, no kidding. So, you know, whether the U.S. showed bad sportsmanship doing their, their goal celebrations in such a blowout win, I mean, it's a national team. This isn't high school. If it were a high school, yeah, then I'd probably say, that's not the. This is supposed to be an elite stage. All the work that it's taken to get to this moment, and the fact that Thailand didn't work on their stamina for the game is our problem. Right. Okay, I'm with you. NBA news: Memphis hires Milwaukee assistant Taylor Jenkins as their new head coach. This was a long coaching search because Memphis fired their coach after the regular season, and here we are late in the NBA Finals, and it took them this long, that Memphis coaching job has been a disaster uh, for a while, ever since they fired Lionel Hollins for no specific reason. So good luck to Taylor Jenkins, but there's not a whole lot there to work with right now in Memphis. Back on the prep scene right here uh, at the Mothership, Penn, ninth placed after day one. Yeah, the uh, state golf tournament going on. In fact, the Indiana High School athletic season ends today with the conclusion of the state golf championship. I know you'll probably be shocked by this, but Carmel leads the state golf championship. Carmel? Yeah. Uh, The roundabout capital. You know, the school that wins everything because, well, they're the biggest school in the state of Indiana. And so they've got the most people to select from. And they're playing on their home course. Hmm. Shocking that they would be leading the state golf championship. But they are. Uh, Penn is ninth. They're well back of the Greyhounds. They're not going to catch them. Uh, A fun local golfer to keep an eye on is this Warsaw freshman by the name of Cal Hoskins. He was four over par after round one, and he's six strokes off the lead. I don't know that he can catch that, but you never know. Kid could get hot. Uh, Penn has had a very good year. They've been ranked in the top ten all season in boys golf, and hopefully they can they can wind up in the top ten after today's play. I mentioned this off podcast to Chuck. He's not seen the show, but uh, just a quick headline that HBO has chosen the Raiders 
for the new season of Hard Knocks. Which means South Bend Clay grad John Gruden will be featured prominently, I'm sure. I like the show. I've seen multiple seasons. I've seen the Buccaneers, the Browns. I've seen a East Coast team that escapes me. It might have been... The Ravens? Yes, I've seen the Ravens season. So what is it that you like about Hard Knocks? And and how is one season any different than any other? Okay. Um, I think uh, they pull back the curtain enough, as much as they're allowed, to show you what training looks like. They do a little bit of off-season, first of all, like what the players do with their millions mm-hmm. of dollars. And then training camp kicks in, or, um, you know, we want to see some more out of you, or... You know, uh, I don't know. I liked it. The Raiders, you know, is there a story there? I mean, they're they're pretty horrible, right? They're probably headed for a 5-11 and 11 season, yeah. one would think. Yeah, so watching uh, John Gruden uh, year two, is this year two? Yes. Yeah, you know, him try to make his way through uh, a season and, you know, put his stamp on things in Oakland. I don't know. How much do you miss football right now? I'd like to watch some football. I'm, I'm enjoying baseball season. Watching uh, as as many games as I can get my eyes on, but um, you know what? I think it's the weather. Our summer has kicked off here, and it kind of sucks. Yeah, it's been very cool. But it, so it reminds me of fall. So you know, and our local uh, Notre Dame football made the headlines today because the girls had their, you know, football one hundred one. Football one hundred one. So you, you know, it's like it kind of pops up from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow a good number of Irish stuff on. Instagram and Twitter, so I see kind of what camp looks like. And now yeah. that you're doing this show, do you think you'll go out and buy any of the football magazines that come out with predictions and things like that? I did finally, because you have encouraged me to. But I wanted to read an article, and I couldn't because I'm not a subscriber to the Athletic. I subscribed to the Athletic yesterday. I went with the two ninety nine. Of course, I get nothing for this, but I get billed annually, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I picked my teams. I picked my regions and yeah. whatnot. And it's a great website. And I, I saw that they have podcasts. I feel that we should be included in that. What article did I send you on that yesterday? The head coach of the Colts. Oh, yeah. Frank Reich. Because mm-hmm. we're hoping to have him on. He's coming to speak to a prayer breakfast in Elkhart, former, yeah. former minister. Fascinating article. I wrote down a handful of notes if we do get to, to chat with him. Okay. I worked at a church for seven years, so I've got some inside thoughts sure. on what that's like. You know, Absolutely. So, yeah, I I, uh, I like that website. Uh, the reason I, I brought that up is we are 72 days away from high school football mm-hmm. on TV 46. Uh, 73 away from, I think, the first college game nationally and 79 away from Purdue football on 92-1 and 96-9 as the Boilermakers will open up against Nevada. In fact, I think that first game we can air it on 103-1 as well because, well, why wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. But with football season, it still seems far off for me, but I know that I'm starting to get people saying, hey, what's your high school schedule? Uh, What's it look like? Things like that. Where are you with that? Uh, I'm I'm waiting for final approval. Oh, okay. So I have submitted a prospective schedule, and we, waiting we've for talked final about approval. this. When you say final approval, a sales manager looks at it and goes, "Okay, can we go out and make money on this?" Because ultimately, right. that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. 
Here's when when you just asked me if I'm looking forward to football. You know what the first thing I thought was? How does Notre Dame beat an SEC team, which is Georgia, which is game three of the season? Or if we run the board and go twelve and zero, and we get to playoff time, it's going to be an SEC team, probably more than likely. How do we beat them? Or Clemson? Yeah, that's that's what I thought of the first, when you first said that. I thought, how do we? How do we? How do they? Do I that? I still think they're eons away from that. Yeah, I really do. I I've seen nothing that convinces me that they are with the Alabamas or the Clemson. And, and we'll find out week three because Georgia's a really good football team. Okay. And Notre Dame has to go there and play in prime time on a Saturday night. We'll find out how good the Irish are right then. Speaking of football, speaking of professional football, speaking of the Chicago Bears, go Bears. Headline breaking news. The Chicago Bears have waived kicker Chris Blewett. You blew it! We will not be able to say that at Bears games this year. Well, at least to him, probably to some other kicker. Boy, I wonder how many times he's heard that since the end of the season. Well, he didn't kick for anybody last season, so probably not that often. If you ever want to reach out to us, the sports yak with two K's at gmail.com. You can follow Chuck on Twitter at 46 Sports or the Yak at Sports Yak with two K's. Instagram as well. Until next time, Maniac. Ooga Luga. This is the Sports Yak Podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. The following has been brought to you by Rabbit Wings and the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Ooga Luga. You've been listening to Sports Yak, all sports information. All that you've just been heard has been copywritten. Don't steal any of this stuff. This is Jimmy Shorts. That's good. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.